Hi, everybody, and welcome to Humanity First. My name is Peter Evers, and I have the privilege of being the CEO here at BAMSI and also the privilege of having a special guest today, uh, Hannah Marshall, who is our field recruitment specialist. Hi, Hannah. How are you doing? Hi, I'm well. Thank you. Good. Well, thank you very much for coming along. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about, um, and I guess I'll try and set the stage a little bit. So Johanna came to us probably a year and a half ago, something like that. Is it longer now? Than no, that? it's actually just over a year. I just, just had my first anniversary, the beginning of April. Oh, congratulations. It feels like longer, though. It really does. <laughs> In I a good way. I don't know if it's a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing. Um, but Johanna uh, actually inhabits some rarefied uh, ground here at Bamsey because the position that you took was really one that we crafted out of uh, necessity, I think, um, in terms of looking at different ways of uh, of recruiting folks. And, um, of course, this is not a reflection at all on our talent acquisition folks who are absolutely wonderful. Um, but I think the thinking about it was a, li- a little bit about, well, Plymouth and Carver and Plimpton, those areas have always been traditionally rather difficult for us to um, recruit in are the things that we can do differently. And um, uh, I know when you were interviewed, obviously the folks who were interviewed thought, ha, there's somebody who might be able to think a little bit differently, a little bit outside the box about how we recruit, especially in that area. Um, The other difference is that you're sort of attached to the field, not completely detached from the HR function, but was a little bit of a harken back to in the old days, I think, with some organizations who would say, well, we're going to put those recruitment specialists out in the field so that they develop an intimate knowledge of um, what is needed. And I always used to think about this isn't Bounty, this is me working in other places, that it was important that uh, talent acquisition specialists would have an idea of the kind of people that you're looking for, not just for a a home or a program, but, you know, if it's a 24-hour program, you're going to need somebody who has a totally different sort of mindset and skill set in the day than perhaps you are on the overnight. And so mm-hmm. having that sort of intimate knowledge of the programs has been a, um, I would have thought has been a relatively important thing for you in this job. And then comes, um, I think, the idea of experimentation, of looking at how we do our jobs Meanwhile, being able to look at this experiment and saying, okay, so what does this mean if you have less people that you're dealing with? Are we getting more bang for a buck in terms of the people that come through the door? I think any effort that is a pilot or is experimental should be attached to data that actually tells a story of success or actually of of things not working. And that means how many people do do we get in the door? How many people stay for three months, six months, a year? Uh, And that, of course, is all things that we're looking at. So after that long and lengthy (laughs) introduction, welcome again. yeah, and, t- and tell us a little bit about how you went about this, because it's kind of interesting getting a clean slate. I'm sure you got a lot of direction, but I think a lot of it really came from your thoughts around engagement. Yeah, um, I think especially being in the Plymouth area, um, having the name Brockton Area Multiservices, no one really associates it with the area. Um, we have so many beautiful residential homes in Plymouth, Carver, Plimpton, Kingston, Um, And, you know, the purpose of these homes were so that individuals um, receiving services in the community would be able to blend in and um, be one with the community and 
BMZ has done such an amazing job of that that we are very well hidden. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a lot of blending going on. Mm-hmm. We don't have the same signage that there is in Brockton. Um, driving down the road, you don't necessarily see the big BMZ signs for all of the offices. So I think that makes a little bit of a difference mm-hmm. in the awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an agency, we do do so many wonderful things for so many people um, that I think it's great to be able to get out into the community and be able to talk about those things. Um, A lot of the time, even if somebody, you know, applies to BMC and says on their application, you know, where where did you hear about us? They'll just check off a job board. Um, But once I'm speaking with them, it's more than that. It's I had a family member who received services. My child received early intervention. Um, I received fuel assistance once, and Bamsey helped me. Um, so it really is all of those things that we do that impact the community. So I feel like we need to be in the community showing that, you know, we're out here, we see you, you see us. Yeah. I mean, it, it fits perfectly with our strategic plan that speaks to elevating um, this organization into what they call preferred employer status. But, you know, we like to think about it as what's the big advantage of coming to Bamsey? And you've described a system of care that is, you know, I, probably second to none in, uh, in, the, in the state. Uh, if you go from, you know, the cradle, which is your EI and your WIC programs, and, and, then, and then programs that aren't necessarily very... Uh, popular in 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 communities and Plymouth is a really interesting community it's taken us years to get into our uh, into Plymouth to provide our harm reduction um, uh, services and we've just managed to do that because we've been very tactical about it Uh, but it really is it's going to be different in different places Um, and what is the big advantage of coming to work for Vamsey what is the big advantage of being of thinking I'd like to give uh, whether it be a business or a, a foundation to Bamsey, and telling that story, I think, is is the bit that that gets people hooked. When I'm doing orientation, there's a lot of people who come back to Bamsey, and there's a lot of people who say, "I'm here because somebody told me that this was a good a good place to work." Somebody who works here said, "Yes, they look after you there." When you go out into the community, and you know, talk about a few of the of the of the places that you go to how do you leverage community events in order to begin to speak about a bouncy because that seems to be where we're getting a bit of leverage yeah i think there's a lot of different organizations in plymouth and in the plymouth area that really um are volunteer based are out there for the greater good mm-hmm. um you know one of the organizations that i'm involved with like the plymouth networking group they Um, are really focused on putting their efforts in for um, older individuals in the area and providing a lot of different, you know, volunteer events and working with the senior centers, but also working um, alongside disabled individuals as well. Um, There's just a lot of opportunity there. Um, My my daughter actually started participating this year in um, a program. It's unified track through the school. Um, and there's just all of these different avenues that I think you really have to look for to realize they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the Plymouth Chamber of Commerce, they do a wonderful volunteer fair um, for individuals who live in the area who want to get out and 
see what Plymouth has to offer for volunteer opportunities. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people in the area who are looking to have that position and that job that makes them feel good and, you know, makes them feel like they're really helping others. And that's so much of what BMZ does. So I really think we do have so much to offer to the community in those terms. Yeah, when we look at at vacancies across the organization, and it's it's going to be no surprise to anybody who's listening to this that we struggle with vacancies. When you look at the two years that we've been through, which have really altered the way that people are thinking about work, Mm -hmm. which... um, you know, it's constantly fascinating to me. People have left the workforce. People still haven't come back into the workforce. There's been all of this competition in terms of um, wage increases, downward pressure of, of inflation. I mean, everybody who's listening knows that uh, their grocery bill has probably gone up 50% over the last year. All of those things are, are sort of marks that are going to get in the way of what we want to do here because we have, you know, government contracts to pay people. We've made some pretty big decisions over the last year about increasing um, uh, salaries for direct care and nursing staff. I mean, like Mm -hmm. 20% increases. Yet still, there's a lot of of competition. And Plymouth always seems to be somewhere which is rather difficult to. I don't know if that's around income groups or or other things. Um, Who are the people that you're meeting? How have you got these people interested in in Bamsey, um, because I know I know they are interested because at orientation every week we um, pretty much always have folks who are coming into the residential programs down there, whether they be in management positions or direct mm-hmm. care. Yeah, I think there's a lot of healthcare focus in Plymouth. We do have the hospital there, um, but we also have a lot of assisted livings, a lot of nursing facilities. Um, so I think you really end up with a lot of individuals who are seeking those types of positions in the area. So it really is just um, showing that, you know, we're BMZ and this is what we have to offer you. And I think that a lot of the individuals that I meet who are looking for a change in career or looking for a position that BMZ has to offer, I mean, our residential programs, they love the small-scale atmosphere. They love to be able to develop those relationships. When you're a nurse, um, you know, working a floor in a nursing home and you have 30 to 40 patients that you're trying to see and, you know, the maybe the home health aides or CNAs that are coming in, you really can't pay the attention that they're maybe, you know, looking to receive mm-hmm. because they're in nursing school or mm-hmm. they're interested or this is their, you know, career field and they want to know more. Um, So they just don't have that time for that individualized attention. And especially in Plymouth, we do have some of our residences that are more medical, um, which gives great opportunities for those, you know, nursing students or anybody who's looking to pursue a career in healthcare to really be able to sit one-on-one with a nurse um, and have that instruction and that attention. And I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's funny, actually, because I was down at... um now, of course, I can't remember where I was, but I was in uh, Kingston a few weeks ago, and one of the nurses said that to me. She said, it is the ability to get to know the lives of, of, of these people, which which is so different from a nursing home. And I think she'd been working in a, on a med-surg unit in a hospital, which that's probably the opposite of that, because the average stay on a med-surg unit was, what, 24, 48 hours. So that does appeal 
I'm sure to some folks that is a BAMSI advantage. A BAMSI advantage is that you're going to develop really strong relationships with the people that you work with and the, and the, and the person that you're working with and their loved ones and their families. And sort of spinning that narrative, I think, is important because it does make people think, well, that's different. That maybe is less stressful. And it's stressful, don't get me wrong, but stressful maybe in a different way. Yeah, it's given me the opportunity to make better matches as well because I've been able to get out, see the programs, meet the individuals in the programs. Um, so when I'm on the phone with somebody with an initial screening and they're telling me that, you know, they worked in a greenhouse for 20 years, they love gardening, I can say, oh, we have this individual, you know, at this location that they have a beautiful garden that they've set up out back and this is their passion and that would be, you know, you would enjoy spending time with them. I'm able to just better make those connections right off the bat. And I think when you have somebody who is invested just in that initial conversation of knowing, you know, what we do and this is who we are, who we service, and you would fit right in with us. I think that's just the welcoming feeling that when you're making a change like that, whether it be a career change or a job change in general, um, just having that confidence instilled that, yes, this would be a good match for me. Do you think... um I mean, one of the things is that that I always think is that you know there are agencies, and I don't want to get on um, Amazon or anyone like that. But you know, I'm sort of reminded in the old days, and I, they probably don't do this again. But you drive past factories where where I was growing up, and it would say "hands wanted," and it's such a strange expression because the, we don't really care about the rest of your body; we just care about the hands that you're going to do the work with. And something that distinguishes us is a little bit more isn't it it's about this notion of we care about people's past because that's the experience that they bring into this organization we care about their present because that's the investment that we make to do the work and to build the relationships and and improve the qualities of life whether that be a clinician a nurse or direct care for uh, people Um, and we care about people's futures as well and um a lot of the information that people hear when they come in at orientation is, look, we're making an investment in you. You're making an investment in us, and that's the compact. That's how we move forward together. That's how you build um, a commitment to agencies because what people feel is that they're they're getting well and they'll pay for some of my education. Wow, they're really encouraging us to look at uh, opportunities for advancements. Wow, that's a broad continuum of services you pay. Maybe I'd be interested in doing something else. Are those conversations that you have with people when you first meet them? Yeah, so it's funny that you mention Amazon as well because alphabetically we are always next to them (laughs) at every job fair. (laughs) Starting with a B, our table is always right next Ah. to Amazon's. Uh, So I spend a lot of time with Amazon. Um, (laughs) How how are those guys doing? (laughs) I think they might be doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Struggles are there for everybody now. Um, But we do. You know, I I am able to really engage people at my table versus their table because they do have, you know, this is what we do. This is our warehouse. These are our rates. Um, You know, and I'm able to say, okay, like watch this video. And this is one of our nurses. And this is what we do day to day. Um, You know, this is what one of our residential homes looks like and you know if it's a beautiful day like we're we're out taking people on picnics like these are individuals who may otherwise be in a nursing facility and you know unable to get out or not have anybody to take them and you know we can take them to a Red Sox game like those are the things that I'm able to say that 
I really think make the difference because, you know, they're putting themselves in that position of saying, well, this is the quality of life I would want for myself or a loved one, and this is what I would love to be able to give somebody else. And, I mean, BMC makes that happen. Yeah, there's uh, yesterday in orientation there was a young man by the name of Daniel, and I think I think he's down in the southeast, I'm, I'm, um, Plymouth area, I'm not sure. But it was really interesting because he said, I don't know anything about this work, but I'm really interested in doing it. So he was coming in sort of ground floor, and he said, I'm just really interested in working with people, um, and I'm interested in knowing where this will take me. And I thought, wow, that's a perfect... Um, candidate for a job here because of the broad opportunities that are available for people. You know, and I always think that if you have um, the basic qualities of, you know, caring about people, mm-hmm. of, you know, a tenderness of heart, even if if you know what I mean, this idea of wanting to be part of something um, bigger than yourself, then you're more likely to be dragged towards the Hannah table than you are the Bezos table. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm putting you. I'm putting you in there with Jeff. Um, <laughs> Me and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> like that, right? Um, uh, and that's and that's the that's the Bamsey advantage as well, right? And, and you know, I think I think sort of being clear about that that this isn't just a Thursday night second shift. This is actually a portal to you know a career which can lead you uh, in all sorts of different directions. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then there's some people who just are not interested in that, and that's fine too, right? They, they, oh, they, yeah, they, some people will say to me, well, you know, I read the description, and this isn't what I thought it would be, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I have a lot of applicants that if you were to look at their resume, you would say, wait, why are they applying here? They've done, you know, I had a few months where I said, I have never – imagined I would ever hire so many people who were security officers, you know, and it was just, wow, that's, you know, how did that come to be? Um, But I mean, you can look at somebody's resume, and they have experience, and maybe they went into a position that they needed to take because of pay or hours or whatever the case may have been at that time in their life. But, you know, they have a different avenue that they wanted to go down, or they've had a life event that has impacted them and changed their mind. I mean, so many times I hear about, well, you know, I've done this, but I did have a brother who was disabled yeah. and I've always wanted to give back. Yeah. Or, you know, I worked these shifts because it worked well with my wife's schedule, but, um, you know, I don't feel fulfilled there. So I do hear that a lot too. I think you can't judge somebody necessarily by their you know, their prior work history and say, oh, well, they've never been a caregiver. They've never worked as, you know, a CNA before. They don't have that experience. And um, really just seeing what it is they're looking for. And I'm pleasantly surprised by humanity, I guess, so often (laughs) because um, I do hear these heartwarming stories of why people are interested in this line of work. Well, it's so true, and you know, it's funny because one of our homes and um, is is the the majority of the staff that work there are people who have started a second career. They've been through an entire um, career doing something, uh, and then they've turned uh, laterally to to um, to to this kind of work in in um, you know in our group homes or in our day programs or wherever. Um, so it, it is. It's just such a huge tent, isn't it, of the people that want to do this work. But you know, I'm glad 
you mentioned that because we in human services come to the work in so many different ways. And I always think about, you know, if you're an accountant, um, you're very much focused on, you know, balancing but but well do being you know being an accountant well, what accountants know, do yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you train very you know and you do your your articles or whatever they are and you become a cpa there are so many people that i speak to in this field who say exactly what you just did oh you know i had a um a sick uh, relative that i cared for and that triggered something in me that said i want to be doing this then of course there's the lived experience in in the behavioral health world people who um have done who have struggled with the disease of uh, addiction or mental illness they've come through they've recovered and the voice of recovery is so strong in that field you know i would say the thing that's transformed behavioral health the most over the 10 years is this recognition that lived experience in the treatment process is so critical for people to have hope and to have a belief that they too can be there because there is nothing uh, more important in the in the disease of mental illness than crushing hope and that hope when you see that in somebody who's been and walked in the same shoes as you have is so powerful so that story about how people get here is so fascinating to me and it makes the it makes the organization culturally stronger um, clinically stronger and sort of more able to uh, attract people and I think that's a huge part of that and it and part of the talent acquisition piece is like okay that's an unusual story about why you're applying but here's how I can see how how you how those skills would would fit in mm-hmm. and I mean that I'm sure you're constantly thinking that yeah I feel like that's just such an important piece is really being able to just engage those applicants and find that story and find out why they're there and then the rest kind of works itself out so as we wrap up Hannah I guess I'm going to ask you a year and a bit on um this is we started this as a an experiment um how do you feel a year on do you feel as if you've got where you want it to be do you feel as if this is on the right track I do I feel like it's been a great year being able to kind of test the waters and see where I needed to be. I didn't, you know, like I said in the beginning, I didn't imagine I would fall as much in the talent acquisition world or, you know, and you're learning processes as you go as well. Um, But I think it's really given me a clear vision of here's what we need in this area, you know, where we need to push further. Um, You know, I'm really excited about some more volunteer avenues that we can look down in the Plymouth community. Um, I just, I really, I love the position. I love being able to be out there and talking about BMZ and just telling the area what we do. Um, Because I think everybody needs to know we're a great organization. We do so much for the community, um, and it just needs to be put out there. We're already doing the work. We just need to let everybody hear it. Yeah, Weave the narrative. Well, thank you, Hannah. It's been great having you here. We're glad you're here. And uh, I know it's been a very successful year. So thank you so much. Thank you.